Hello again. This is the Fantasy Sultan Podcast or Sultan's Podcast. That's Sultan. There's two of us. He's the Hall of Famer, Mike Sheck. I am Trip Rogers. And we are here for week number four in the NF of L or NFL. It's not of L. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, week three certainly was interesting. Um, not often you see a 70 burger and 700 plus yards of offense thrown down on an NFL team, but we did. And if you were like me, you made the stupidest move of the year by putting a chain, a chin on waivers the morning of on the a game. Chain. <laughs> on a chain. And then having him <laughs> on your bench on another team. And if you recall, it was this person here who is talking who said, pick him up. <laughs> You're nothing. That's right. Head, you know. <laughs> I know. I, I just, it, it's, it, it, that, that, it, it's the move that just keeps on giving. What can I say? But, well, the move that keeps on giving is Denver giving up those 70 points to Miami as uh, <sighs> Miami going for the, could have went for the record in that game, opting not to go for the field goal is Mike McDaniel, who could have scored 73 points and had the NFL record. But hey, I think at halftime, he was passing out players and plays asking from fans to make the decisions on what Miami could do. It was a 70 burger in that one. But the thing about it is, and you've got to kind of keep this in perspective because this is not going to happen every week. Now is Miami a very good fantasy offense? Hell yeah. And their defense is not bad either, but we've got to kind of temper our real, uh, we got to temper. We got to temper things. Um, I think a chin, by the way, that's how he wants his name pronounced. That that was one of the things they talked about. It was a chain. People are calling him a chain. No, he wants a chin. He said that. But I I think he was somebody, he's somebody who can give you some decent finance, fantasy production. He can. Um, the only thing about the Miami Dolphins, the only problem I have with the Miami Dolphins is, aside, Tyreek Hill is great, by the way. I, that goes without saying. But I think they're one, two a concussions away, a concussion away from being a very average offense. And that's why I would kind of like, you got to temper this. And actually, you'll understand I'm tempering things a whole lot in the fantasy perspective when we get to import exports. But oh, yeah, we definitely got those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the other thing about this weekend, aside from that, is. We saw some monster performances from players who we haven't seen from them. And we have also now in week number three, we saw, I mean, listen, did anybody expect the Arizona Cardinals to become fantasy relevant? I mean, let's be realistic. Every we had written off every single player on the Cardinals and they go out and beat the Dallas Cowboys. And that's a pretty good defense, by the way. So, I, I mean, it shows you the NFL, you know, it can it can vary from one week to the next, really a lot. Uh, is there anything else from week three that surprised you? Well, I think, uh, you know, we talked about Miami, but I think what we're seeing is inconsistency 
and and the injuries going across the board. I mean, and it's hitting players and fantasy owners pretty hard because, you know, you're scrambling to go to the waiver wire now and you're finding yourself and we will help you out. We are always here to help you. But, uh, you know, earlier and often, it, it seems like every fantasy season gets earlier and earlier that these injuries are happening and that you need to go to the waiver wire because, let's face it, you need the players to perform each week. Otherwise, you are going to find yourself in a big hole and you can't afford to. I mean, you need to win each and every week or win just about. That is the goal of fantasy football, to win each and every week. So, you know, with these injuries, hamstring injuries and i i want to add another thing about these injuries the field is horrible in the nfl this astroturf needs to go they need to bring the grass back to where it is i mean we were never a fan of the astroturf back in the day but now this improved astroturf is it any better i don't think so we're seeing more and more injuries yeah I, i well i you know Mike, I think there's a couple of things going on here. I mean, yeah, it's easy to sit there and 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 point a finger at the turf. But yeah. remember, the 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 training regimens have changed. The amount of pad work that players are allowed to do and teams are allowed to do, uh, you know, I think that's part of it too. And you've seen the change of you know three preseason games and some of the big stars are not playing in the preseason i think that has something to do with it too because let's be realistic you 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 start you know it's one thing to practice but it's another or or as alan iverson used to say or or alan iverson practice but now (laughs) you know when you're in a game situation instincts take over and again you know, it's not the guys from your team that are going after you. This is the other team. And, you know, there's a different, there's, you know, they're ramped up, you're ramped up. I just, the, 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 if you're in a, if you're a fantasy football team owner, you've got to hope, you've got to pray that you can get through the season. You're going to have injuries. You just got to hope you don't get some of your big guns hit because, I mean, let's be realistic. I'm sure everybody knows a team that's been hit by two key injuries. And I'm thinking of one team in one of the leagues that we are in uh, lost number one pick in Cooper Cup, although Cup will come back, but it depends. Yes. I, you know, again, he's his speed guy. And number two, Saquon Barkley. And Barkley, now Barkley may be back this week. But, you know, the other thing also, and I wanted to, you know, I meant to lead off with this too, is one of the, you know, we record this before we drop the podcast on Thursday morning. So sometimes we record it on Tuesday night, sometimes we record it on Wednesday night. But with this 24-hour news cycle, we kind of got hurt last week because we were talking about Cam Akers and, you know, Cam, you know, Cam, you know, is in the doghouse, could be traded, blah, blah, blah. And then the news, of course, broke on Wednesday that Cam Akers went to the Minnesota Vikings, which is a good move for, for Cam Akers. Uh, but for Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota is, is you know, that's a, that's a disaster right now. They're really, the Minnesota Vikings, talk about, I, I think the two most disappointing teams in the NFL are probably the Vikings and the Jets, based on 
what people thought expectations yeah expectations expectations so uh but but and it's funny you mentioned that because you know kirk cousins there's the possibility of him going over to the jets of course now the jets signing trevor simeon that kind of changes things up you know it, the, with the Vikings losing and losing more, you wonder if he would go over to the Jets. But but, but the problem, but Mike, Mike, the problem is it just as just as listen. I'm sure you have somebody who wants to make a trade in fantasy, and they offer you a bag of used balls and you know a guy who's sitting on your bench for your starting quarterback. The Jets have nothing to trade Minnesota with, even though Cousins is in the last year of his deal. It, it it you still you you have nothing you can trade for him, and 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 the cap the salary cap is just the Jets can't handle it. The, Trevor Simeon, hey, listen, at this point they could run Fireman Ed out, and <laughs> just simply because of the fact it's a change in quarterback. And and you know you said last week get rid of all your Jet you know players because the offense looked bad as before the New England game. I think Garrett Wilson is still special, but they got to have somebody get him the ball. And, you know, we talk about Miami, and it kind of ties in here. Miami's backup quarterback is Mike White. And Miami went out and got him in the offseason. And I think, you know, that's a great move. And, again, I I know we don't want to think about this, but if Tua goes down, Tua's Tua's yet to play an entire season in the NFL without missing at least one game because of injury. And I think that's important. You've got to remember that. And you've got to think about that when you put your fantasy roster together. Also, uh, keep in mind, week five buys coming up next week. That's something you're going to have to think about. Mike, why don't you lead off with the imports and the exports this week? All right, I'll lead it off. And just because you love running backs, I love running backs. We all love running backs. I'm going to start with the running backs. How about three that could get the job done for you without contract disputes? First, Ezekiel Elliott in New England. Now, what a good time for him to have his best game of the season so far with the Patriots. Week number three, got the job done. 16 carries for 80 yards and played on a season high, 38 snaps. Ramondre Stevenson is still going to be the lead back, but... Elliott is one not to forget about, and especially this week, he's got a revenge game against Dallas. So, you know, I think I expect big things out of him. Jerry Jones says he's got a surprise for him. I wonder what that surprise is. We'll find out on Sunday. Chris Christie in the uh, Chris Christie in the in the owner's box. <laughs> All right. How about Melvin Gordon in Baltimore? Well, it appears it's next man up for the Ravens after he missed. The game last week with a toe injury. Gus Edwards also suffering a concussion. 12 total touches for Gordon. 55 yards against the Colts. Baltimore has a rough outing this week against Cleveland. That Cleveland defense has been pretty nasty this year. Uh, But one thing we do know, Baltimore is not going to shy away from running the rock. Deeper leagues, I suggest picking him up. And you can afford to pick him up. Uh, because I don't think that toe injury is going to be significant enough to keep him out. It would be a great insurance policy for him. So definitely want to pick up Melvin Gordon. Uh, You may recall last week, I talked about one tank. Well, I got to add an additional tank. Better than $4 a gallon. That would be Tank Bisbee in Jacksonville. Two touchdowns so far this season for Tank. 
He has been the capability of their primary back on third down. And you know what? If something happens to Travis Etienne, it would be very wise to pick him up because it would be a useful lottery ticket. Also, I'm going to give you two players you want to keep an eye on in Los Angeles for the Chargers. With Mike Williams out for the year, these two have a chance to make a leap. Yes, they have a chance to make a leap into that second spot behind Keenan Allen. I am talking about Josh Palmer and Quinton Johnson. And, uh, you know, he's been the number three receiver, Josh Palmer, ahead of Mike Williams and uh, already building a great connection with Justin Herbert. Long term and upside, I would want to go and roll the dice on Quentin Johnson because uh, I think there's more upside with him. But he definitely has been impressing for the Chargers. Now, before I get into my exports, I want to play, explain the theory here and uh, a little bit of a tricky situation. There's been a lot of injuries going on in the NFL. Three games, hard to figure out who to drop and when to do it. The problem is quite a few underperforming players that you need a solid roster. So it's either time to export these guys or send them to waivers. And uh, I'll tell you what, these guys are players that you want to get rid of. First, you want to get rid of Dalton Schultz in Houston. Now, you and I picked him up in one league. He has been underperforming big time. Schultz was only targeted three times, caught one pass for nine yards. And in three games, he's had 14 targets, seven catches for 47 yards. Now, he's had his share of targets, but it's been Brevin Jordan who has been getting the touchdowns in Houston. Houston's had a great passing offense and they've had similar issues to Atlanta with the black, with the blocking with tight ends. I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, with uh, the situation that uh, Dalton Schultz is in, this is one to watch here, there in Houston. And uh, I would say export him would be a smart term in the short term. And you know what? You could always go ahead and drop him and then pick him back up if he does perform. Keeping with the tight ends, Cole Komet in Chicago. Now, if you're looking for productivity, very little is coming out of that Chicago offense at the moment. <laughs> you're Justin not looking Fields, at the Chicago offense, period. Justin Fields, big disappointment. You've got a big disappointment with DJ Moore. Khalil Her Herbert has been a disappointment. And then you add in the fourth-year tight end, and you get the idea. Big disappointment. He's yet to find the end zone and has decreased in volume. 18th overall tight end with a half PPR league. This is a tight end that you definitely want to drop. And then Joshua Kelly for the Los Angeles Chargers. In three games, he's rushed for 142 yards, one touchdown, 24 touches as the lead back. Believe it or not, mediocre numbers, not cutting it for him. Send him to waivers. You can pick somebody else up like a Devin a Chen, not a chain, Devin a Chen or Jarek McKinnon. And I'm going to throw in one more bonus here that I came up with last minute. That's Kadarius Tony in Kansas City. Trip, why are we not surprised here about Tony in Kansas City? I would have sent him to waivers. You would have sent him to waivers two weeks ago. But <laughs> <laughs> Tony's poor start in week two, or poor, poor start in week one, week two was a little bit better. Well, guess what? Week three, one catch, negative yard, Send them to waivers. Bye-bye, Tony. Did anybody pay any attention to anything in that Kansas City game except Taylor Swift? I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, listen, and it was funny because 
you know, all anybody was talking about Monday in sports was Taylor Swift at the Kansas City game. Not the Miami Dolphins scored 70 points. No, Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City Chiefs game. I mean, that that was it. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Gary is Tony. Yeah, no. Ick, blick, blick. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go imports right now. And and by the way, before I do that, I want to just kind of dovetail off of what you said. And again, I mentioned buys are coming. So you yep. may want to take a look ahead at who you got buys. And and one big one is you mentioned the Chargers. Well, Justin Herbert is going to be off next week. He's got the buy. You're going to need a quarterback to plug in to um, replace him for one week. And and you got to think about think about it now rather than wait till next week. And again, if you've got some dead wood on the roster, you can let him go. Leave an empty spot. An empty spot on the bench isn't going to kill you. And that way you can pick up somebody. And it also might help you if you're in a league where they figure out the um, the waiver uh, order. And if you get your first guy, you go to the bottom of the list. So if you bump up a little bit, you can possibly get someone. If there's a last minute, let's say somebody comes up injured on Friday or Saturday. And again, it's, it's not unheard of because it has happened a couple of times. Okay, imports. First of all, wide receiver Marvin Mims for Denver. I know what you're saying. Yeah, they got smoked last week. But still, among all wide receivers with at least 25 routes run so far, he's number one in terms of um, uh, yards per route, 7.2. Tyreek Hill is second. But, um, I mean, let's be realistic. You know, this is Denver. This is Mims. But still, he's somebody who would be available. Uh, He's only been uh, uh, picked up in 25% of the leagues. And he's somebody who could help you if you're looking for a wide receiver. If you're looking for a tight end, how about Luke Musgrave for the Green Bay Packers? Listen, Jordan Love surprising a lot of people this year. Um, Aaron Jones injury, uh, not good. Um, In fact, uh, A.J. Dillon, uh, I'll put him on the export list. We'll get to that in a sec, though. But... Um, even though he missed the play in week three, uh, you know, Jordan Love is getting better and he's helping his players make plays. So upside for Luke Musgrave, you're looking for a tight end. And again, tight end's a position that you could use somebody because most of them are underperforming badly. Kendrick Bourne for New yes. England, wide receiver, uh, four ca- plus catches in all three games, top 25 in wide receiver targets, a solid fantasy play. Um, I feel a little better about the New England offense, but again, it was against the Jets, so let's not sit there and start going crazy. But still, I, I, I like them a little bit better. In New Orleans, how about Kendra Miller? Uh, Alan, Alvin Kamara is back this week. Jamal Williams is on IR and maybe out of luck for the rest of the way. And thanks to Miller, he's got a decent role. He's done a good job the last couple of weeks. I think New Orleans is going to keep feeding him the rock. New Orleans has been a surprise so far this year. However, the injury to Derek Carr may put a damper on expectations on that New Orleans offense. All right, you're looking for a quarterback. How about Kenny Pickett? Listen, I, 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 I'm not sold on Pittsburgh, but Kenny Pickett, has got some pieces of the puzzle there, and I think they could be. He could be pretty decent this year. Deontay Johnson should be back in a few weeks. Calvin Austin is a major threat. I, I think if you need a quarterback or you need somebody on the bench, maybe grab Pinkett now so you can have him for that one. You know that that start, and then maybe on the season, if your quarterback starts to falter or has a tough matchup, he could be a guy you could plug and play and put him in, and maybe get you some decent fantasy points. 
Last but not least, I want to go uh, with a couple of positions that you may not be thinking about, but again, you got to think of buys coming up. Number one, place kicker, uh, Brandon Aubrey. Now, he may not be available in your league, but he has done a good job for Dallas, attempted and converted most of his field goal. Actually, um, the most field goals of any place kicker through three games, made all 10 of his attempts. Um, again, he is somebody who you may want to think about picking up. Again, you want to kind of go a week early rather than a week late because if you're trying the same week you have the buy, other players in your league are going to be the same in the same boat somebody else may get them and i know don't laugh at me for this one okay but this is the nfl if you're looking for a defense and you need one for the next couple of weeks why not take the denver broncos i i know you're saying wait a minute they got 70 points <laughs> okay but let's be realistic here um they're playing the bears and justin field Justin Fields is a sack machine, 13 sacks so far, okay? And Denver's next opponent, the New York Jets. So I, I think that the Denver defense might be something to pick up, and it might be, um, again, I'm just saying it might be a good idea. It might be a good pickup. Now, export, and I, I mentioned it real quick, A.J. Dillon, my God. This guy's had more chances than Donald Trump running for president. And he still is disappointing. He's still disappointing. Aaron Jones is out. Okay, AJ, it's all up to you. Eh, wrong answer. Uh, I, I I think that that you, you have to, I, I know we have a body of work. And I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but AJ Dillon, no. And if you've got him on your roster, he better be sitting the bench. He better be sitting the bench. Mike, I, I guess again we talk about the buys. We're coming up on the buys, and this is a this is a big thing to think about. Working ahead, again, you don't want to put yourself in a hole, but if you work ahead and you've got a spot or two on your bench, it, it may work out for you. The other thing, also, just to keep in mind, and I think I mentioned this real quick this last week, but we had a couple of players who went who were out kind of last minute outs uh, all of a sudden. Remember, if you have an uh, IR spot or two or three on your roster, a lot of leagues do that now. You know, this this started during the COVID uh, day when they were playing and you could have guys who would miss a game because of COVID. And fantasy leagues then went to uh, uh, IR spots. If you got a guy who's out for a game, you can throw him in an IR spot pick up somebody for that week and then if the guy is healthy the next week you've got to take him off the ir but that could be something that helps you to pick up somebody for the week if you need someone and especially again if you stay up on top of things you could probably use it to your advantage i think the one guy who i'm glad i have an ir spot for right now is jonathan taylor because Jonathan Taylor's not played yet this year. We kept thinking he was going to be he's going to be traded. He's not going to be. He's probably going to play for Indianapolis and you know, but he's is he going to come back week 4 or are they still going to sit him? Um, you know, that's that's the thing. But that that's where an IR position will help you. Uh, Deontay Johnson also is now on IR for 4 weeks 
Um, you've got players who are going on the IR list, and you, if they're out for a game, if even if they're out for a game, you can throw them on the IR spot, and you can pick up a guy. And, Mike, uh, use the IR to help you, not hurt you. I want to talk about some trades, and and now may be a good time to do it. George Kittle in San Francisco had his best game in week three, but kind of non-existent before that. Uh, and I think there's a clear reason why that happened. No Brandon Ayuk. 14 games with Brandon Ayuk being out. Kittle has averaged more than 38% more yardage. So, and he also took advantage of a, a suspect Giants defense last week. Thank but oh, oh. Besides, let me take that knife out of my back here. Oh, thank you. But besides, yeah, let me take that knife out. Look, look, besides the point, just forget about that issue. <laughs> besides the point, <laughs> uh, you know, you can make a trade. Darren Waller, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders, these are all upside players that you could find your way in and say, hey, look, you want to make a swap? Kittle may be good for you down the road. Maybe not. But you know what? You buy, you know, sell high, buy low, and and or vice versa. Buy low, it's, sell high. Yeah, you're right. No, you're situation. absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, buy low, sell high. But uh, uh, another value trade might be Cort Cortland Sutton in Denver. He's also had another uh, good week in week number three. Season high, 11 targets, 15-point performance. Warrants him to keep him on your roster. But Marvin Mims, as you mentioned, yep. he's getting uh, more yep. and more looks. Also, Jerry Judy's coming back. So that offense is going to have a lot more potential with the wide receivers. So will we see a little bit of a fallout from Cortland Sutton? Now's the time to, you know, offer up a trade. Another uh, player you could want to trade on, Derrick Henry in Tennessee. You're talking about a high-profile player. We're talking about a round-one drafted player. But Henry's been outsnapped by Tajay Spears. And, you know, I'm not saying Henry's not going to be good this season, but here's why you go ahead, you trade him. Maybe you make a trade for another round one, round two type of running back. Hey, say, hey, Derrick Henry may work out for you down the road. Again, you make these trades now before you dig yourself deeper into a hole and you see, you know, you sell these players at an early value so you can gain value and gain better players maybe for your roster for, you know, maybe it's not working out right now. Maybe it'll work out down the road. These are gambles that you take in fantasy football, but they work out sometimes. And we are here to give you some guidance and give you some input, give you some ideas, give you our knowledge. Cause uh, listen, we're here to help you. We're giving. We, we give every, I, I say this every week, we give, we're givers, we're givers. Uh, if you've got a question or a comment about our podcast, please feel free to reach out to us, fantasysultans at gmail.com. Again, you can find us on YouTube, just search for Fantasy Sultans. You can also find us on Spotify for podcasters, uh, same spots. And also, don't forget, my podcast is on YouTube and on Spot Spotify for podcasters, Amazon Podcasts, and iHeart and Apple too. You can find the Sultans, by the way, on um, uh, Apple, because I looked it up the other day. So you can do that, too. Uh, again, uh, check it out. It drops Thursday mornings at 9 o'clock, as this does. Like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, give a listen to WTRSradio.com. All right. We have given you all the nuggets we have for our week. We have given you the insight we have. I don't know about the shirt, Mike, but, you know, hey, it's okay. Hey. You know, hey. Okay. You're supporting. Eventually, you're repping. Hey. You're repping your team. 
<laughs> We're giving you the knowledge you need to win. We are the Fantasy Sultans. And you are not.